Hey everyone, I'm Veronica Roshek, and I'm your host of the Amplify Iowa podcast. This is a place to hear the stories of our favorite, some of the fastest growing, and some super unique local businesses directly from their leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go ahead and get started. Jody Peterman, who's the CEO of Elizabeth Aaron Designs. Thank you so much for being here today, first of all. Thank you so much for having me. This is a really cool thing that you're doing. Thank you so much. Yes, I appreciate it. Uh, Elizabeth Aaron Designs is a residential commercial interior design firm that also focuses on luxury staging. Yes. Jody, if you could just tell us how you got this business started and just about where you are now. Sure. So in 2003, three, I started the company. Before that, I had worked with, um, excuse me, a business partner. And then in 2003, we started it. And then in 2007, I took it over. And then I layered in home staging as part of the interior design package. And then in 2008, um, my husband said, hey, I want to move back to Iowa. And I said, okay. I didn't think he was serious. He was so serious. (laughs) (laughs) Because here we are. And so I was just in awe of how I was going to, you know, transform this interior design company that I had worked really hard on getting going in 2003 with my partner and then taking it over myself in 2007. How are we going to survive a state move, you know, like a a national Mm -hmm. move? Um, Because I know how people operate in New Jersey, right? So there would be times where I would be sitting there and we're talking about redesigning one room and the wife would run upstairs and say, okay, you you know how to do this, right? And I'm like, I knew what she was talking about, the money part, the the husband payment plan. I'm going to give you part cash, part check, part credit. (laughs) cart. So it all goes. So it was more of like a, a luxury service there, not a necessity. And what I had known of Iowa is that Iowa, we, we do everything. We are strong women. We cook our own meals. We grow our own food. We have babies by the tree. Like we don't need help doing anything. Like we are very strong women. And so like, how are you going to take a, a, a service that is not a necessity and introduce it and grow it and culture it into something here. So that was my, uh, that was my transition. And I always said my backup plan is Walmart always needs a door greeter. So it's good to have a backup plan. <laughs> it is. But it's but also good to not need it. <laughs> not need it. Not need it so far. I'll knock on some wood here. <laughs> yeah. So now you're uh, very integrated in here. Yes. Been here for a long time. It's crazy because like in 2009, we were building our house in, in Grimes and I was flying back and forth from New Jersey to Iowa, helping, still assisting my clients there. And I got a call from um, a interior design student who said, you know, I, I read about you a little bit about, you know, on the internet and I would love to come work for you. I'm like, you realize like, I don't really even have an office set up. Like we just moved here. I'm building a house. She's like, I don't care. It'll be fun to see everything. So that's kind of how it started. Um, And uh, it was a great relationship. She worked through the summer. I'm sure she thought I was completely crazy as many of the other Mm. wonderful (laughs) women I have working for me do juggling multiple things. So she got to see the building process. She got to see how you start and grow a company, which was really cool. And then I also grew my connection with Iowa State because we we love to give back, right? So um, it's great to have Iowa State contacting me and students from Iowa State and UNI and all over contacting me seeing if we'll do internships. It's been a really, really good program. And actually every one of my designers that works for me now full-time started out as an intern. Yeah, that's so great. And for anyone that's interning, um, 
you can, there's great experience anywhere, but like, there's nothing like working for a small business, seeing all of the pieces. Yeah. And they can actually see all that. And we're yeah. very transparent at our yeah. office. Um, they can work with any aspect of it. I work with them to come up with an integrated system. So they're learning what they want to learn because in school at the interior design program, you're really learning commercial. There's one class on residential and it's hardly mm. anything. It's, it's really hard to teach residential because you really need a psychology degree. Oh, I yeah. mean, you're you know, dealing client oriented. Exactly. Yeah, Cause yeah. you're one-on-one -on -one with people and mm. a lot of times husband and wives or partners and you have a lot of people trying to make decisions and you know, you're bringing two different people's style and trying to blend it and mesh it. So I always say I, I got honorary, an honorary psychology degree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. I feel like you would definitely need that to be su successful because it is very stressful for people going through those processes, but it is. And I think that's where a little bit, it gets, uh, the lines get fuzzy when you're thinking, Oh, I want to do residential design. And it's a lot harder than what people think. And what I also really love is Johnston school district and, um, Dallas center Grimes came to me as well saying, we have seniors who are thinking about going into interior design. Would you do a work to school study program with them? So before they spend wow. all this money on college and make sure they're headed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they will get it raw and all out there. It's all out there for whatever they want to learn. And we do the same thing with them. Like, what do you want to learn? What specific aspect do you want to do more marketing? Do you want to do more business? Cause they can get involved on all different levels. So it's been an interesting, crazy, fun, wild ride. And, and there's been some amazing things that have come out of it. They're like, this is exactly what I want to do. I'm going yeah. to college and we stay in, in touch with them. And then there's some people that go, I want to be a travel agent. I don't want to do this design <laughs> stuff. This is too crazy for me. So, but at least they found out before they spent exactly. the money. Like, mm -hmm. This isn't exactly HGTV, but it's still, there's people that it's great to have that experience beforehand. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And then to find the people that work with you in the future, because I would think that'd be a great way to build the culture of your own small business. Absolutely. And I learned so much from each individual person as well. Sure. So yeah. that's been a great way to grow and really grow the mm -hmm. company and move and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about like the projects that you do and uh, how uh, how you work with in this residential sphere. I mean, sure. you also do some commercial stuff, but yeah. So I'll break it down into three because we really do have three aspects yeah. of the company. So on the residential side, we have, um, what I call like full service interior design. It's the all inclusive package. If you're thinking about booking a trip somewhere, we will do everything with you, walk you through everything you'll have plans and charts and more things than you can possibly imagine. And those projects are mainly new construction and they start from the very beginning while you're working with your architect, because you don't want to sign off on your documents mm -hmm. and give them to the contractor and say, okay, let's go build, but then have a conversation with me about how you really want to program and use each space that may change, mm -hmm. especially if people are very symmetrical people. Like I had one client after we, were, we worked with her a year before we even even broke ground. And she's like, I want to be able to walk behind my section or my sofa so I can stand out at the window and look at the wildlife in her backyard. And I'm like, well, in order to do that, we need two and a half, three feet of walk space for you. So that's going to throw that whole great room section off if we bump mm -hmm. that out and don't bump the kitchen out. So you have to bump it out, which adds square footage and everything else. So we say the more, the sooner you can involve a designer, the better off it is. Um, we also have uh, a program for um, 
online design too. So mm-hmm. people who travel or maybe have a second home or um, don't need all that handholding, maybe they have like, I need a new rug and some accent pillows. Just tell me where to go, find it online and tell me where to go and create a shopping list for me. We'll do that for them too. So we kind of run the gamut there. We can go full service, all inclusive, or we could back it out and just do exactly what you want. But um, the main focus we've been trying to get out there is planning, planning, planning. And so we came up with this thing that we coined it because we've been doing it forever. It just never had a name. And so we're like, we need to give it a name. So we call it the EED process. It's the insured ease design process. It's the way to ensure the ease of your design when Mm -hmm. you're going through things. So old school, when you go to build a house or you do a remodel, you call the first person. Who's the first person you call? contractor, right? Contractor. Contractor is going to come and say, you want to remodel your master bathroom. On average, master bathrooms run about $35,000 to remodel. Okay, great. You sign the contract, you get going. Now you have allowances that you're working off of. So then they tell you, go pick out your cabinetry. Okay, well, your cabinetry comes in and you're over budget on that because you want a certain finish and whatnot and whatnot. Then you go through to pick out this and it's like, Okay, those countertops that you put in for the allowance is probably like a granite and you want a quartz. You want a marbly look. So then you're over budget, right? And then you realize the lighting and the mirrors, like everything adds up and you're over, over, over. And it becomes craziness. 85% of all projects go over 20 plus percent of a budget and 20% on 35,000 is Ooh, not, yeah, it's pretty funny. it is, it is. And think about that on a, on a house, on a new construction house, how easy it right. is to go over budget. So yeah. the EEE, excuse me, the EED process has people making selections before they even finalize the construction plans. We're talking, everything is designed out. We know how the backsplash tile is going to be designed out, what grout is going to be used for the backsplash, what color paint, what finish, if anything's getting wallpaper, where light fixtures are going. So we we get clients that are like, oh, we're doing the bathroom. I really want pendants. Pendants are really cool. I'm like, you can't because they shifted your cabinets off and it's off center. So you can't do, one pendant's going to be over the sink. You can't do that. So everything is planned out. You have every all your selections done. We put them into documents so that the client then gives that to their contractor. The contractor says, okay, this design here that you have bid out, it's going to be $30,000 to do or like whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know exactly how much it's going to be. So let's say you wanted to be in $25,000. Okay, designer and builder, we need to shave $5,000 off. We love the look of this. How do we keep the look but shave $5,000 off? So we all have a team meeting to discuss it. Or we, you know, it's 30,000. We thought it was going to be 35. What else can we do before it's too late? Because as you're making decisions, you're signing off on them as you, Mm -hmm. and then they're ordered in that yeah. And it just, it goes crazy. Your whole process or you just stuck with it. Exactly. <laughs> so the EED process lets you see the design up front because we can do renderings. We can do all sorts of fun things. So you're going to be able to see everything. It's going to put it in a document. Easy, easy for the contractor to use because it's going to have links. This is the tile I want to use. This is the WPC floor and I want to use. This is a carpet. This is a the color. These are the rooms it goes in. There's a floor chart with it all color coded out. So it's easy for the contractor to get bids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes above people's heads because I'll tell them this and they'll be like, okay, but like how much is it going to cost to do that remodel? And I just want to shake my head. I'm like, okay, it's like going to a flooring store and saying, I want new flooring for my, for my house. How much is it going to cost? Here's the square footage. Well, you could get a dollar a square foot. 
tile, you could go up to $40 a square yard in carpet. Like it depends what you select. So if you do the selecting and designing and everything up front, you know exactly what you're going to get. It shouldn't cost any more or less with a little bit of a contingency because if you're moving walls and things, you never know what's behind them, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have a little bit of a contingency, but if you don't use it, you don't use it. But most people don't realize that going in, they start working off of allowances. And one client called me crying because she did a walkthrough and she let the kids go through the house with her while she's doing the walkthrough and she did a light colored paint. And the kids were just, you know, being kids, touching things, looking around. And she's like, oh my gosh. She talked to the builder. She goes, I can see where they've been throughout the house. What is that? And they're like, well, you know, we use flat paint for the walls. She's got four kids under the age of six. Looks very nice until you start touching it. Right. It's not washable. It's not, it's easy to touch up, but she would have to be touching up all the time. You need something. That lack of communication in the beginning ended up costing so much money when she was a close, so close to the finish line to pay another $8,000 to have that all repainted in an eggshell finish so that it was durable for her kids. So it's just those little things that as people in the industry do all the time, you don't think about things. And because it's not a standardized industry, mm-hmm. my grandma could be a general contractor if she mm-hmm. wanted to. It's not standardized. So like you don't have specific, yeah. you use this every single time you know that going in. Everybody's different. It's a wild card. Yeah. So we try Gosh. and take some of that out because a lot of people are like, I'm building this custom home. It doesn't feel custom to me because of the choices I have to make or the concessions I have to make in order to get it into the budget, which we agreed upon. But I didn't realize their allowances were like four inch center faucets. I want the eight inch widespread faucets that almost like it adds like a third of the cost, if not more to those faucets. People don't realize that. So, but if you have it all done and designed up front, there's no question. Sure. On planning, planning, planning. I know. That makes so much sense. I've yeah. been through a full, um, I did it myself, a full new construction project. Oh my I've gosh. Some renovations. And yeah, I mean, even when you think you have everything laid out to a T, mm-hmm. there's always a handful of stuff that just you don't think about. And so, yeah, if you're a professional and you're doing that that's what you do. Like, that's how you truly figure out the true cost when exactly. you're planning it all up front. That makes so much sense. You'd end up saving money and getting exactly what you want. Right. Because so, if you want wallpaper somewhere, yeah. there's no reason to, t- you can't texture the wall. Otherwise you'll have to have it skim coated, sure. which costs like thousands of dollars to do that. Mm-hmm. So then you just leave texture off the wall and we don't, you know, put paint on it. There's certain things that we just cut out that if we know ahead of time. You know, it makes things easier. Or do you want the protective coating on your shower glass so everything just slides off? It's so much easier to clean it. Mm -hmm. They can do that at the factory. Do you want to add that on? Well, if you know what your budget is, you know, the true actual budget for everything you want, you can make those decisions. Heated floor, not heated floor. Put it in. And then once you get all the bids back, if it's too much, pop it out. But at at least it gives the people the knowledge to make educated decisions at the time rather than having to go back and redo. And, and not only that, a lot of times when people, they get so far over budget, they had a certain amount set aside for blinds and furniture mm-hmm. and they, they have no money to do it mm-hmm. because it's all been eaten up on the overages because you can always go back and add furniture, but then everybody's sad because they have this big, beautiful house and now it's not, <laughs> they don't have the money not, to fill it. Yeah. The, the blinds in and then. Then they wait two years or something. I know. <laughs> it becomes such a frustrating process. So I'm like, yeah. we've got to coin this thing that we're doing and name it the EED process. That's yeah, how that all I came about. That. And then just keep it so everybody can, yeah, get That's, it done ahead of time. 
yes, I totally understand that. It's logical, right? Yes. It's very logical. It it's hard that it's, it's unbelievable that a lot of people still don't get it. They still want to go back to the old way because they're ingrained in first I get a contractor involved and then I do this. I'm like, no, first you need us involved <laughs> or somebody's got to design it and select everything. So you know what, so the contractor knows what to bid. And on my end, if I was a contractor, I would love it because it's all been done and designed. I know when I go to place orders, it's all right there. You can click on links and order whatever. You can see if something's been delayed. Like I don't have to sit and hold people's hands and do all this. I can just keep building homes and let somebody else do the work of all the selecting. So it's just a little bit different. I haven't gotten a ton of people to get on board with that yet. And I'm not sure why. Oh, it makes sense. It's education. It's totally education. I yeah. bet it too. I bet at least part of it comes back to too. Like people are like, "Oh, I'm going to save money by not doing by not using a designer," but then they get kind of deeper into the process and they get overwhelmed and they're like, "Oh, actually, I probably need some help here." It's so so reactive rather than being proactive. I had this conversation with somebody else and another one who's a realtor, another client of ours. She bought furniture from us. She didn't realize we did all the selecting. She mm -hmm. thought we just did staging and then we would sell furniture. When she came into our showroom and heard us talking and found out that we did all this stuff, she goes, oh my gosh, it would have saved me so much money by having you because I had to, I quickly had to pick out a carpet and I just did it and didn't realize that I signed off on. It was the worst scratchiest carpet ever. You couldn't even sit on it. She goes, so I had to spend another five, bought it for $5,000. Three months later, ripped it out and put another $6,000 worth of carpet in and our fee wouldn't have even been Oh, gosh. Close to that. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then the staging has another service. Oh, yeah. Commercial stuff, too. Yes. I want to make sure we touch Thank on those. Thank you. Oh, my also. gosh. I forgot about that. So, no. yeah, that's the whole interior design yeah. side. So we can run the gamut and do what everybody needs there. We can take care of that. Then, as far as the commercial side, we have uh, found a little niche in multifamily. We do a lot of projects downtown with um, several different builders. Uh, we've made a connection to somebody out of New York City or the Brooklyn area that buys multifamily projects all over the United States. And we've been working with them and been blessed to go travel, get them all set up. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, we can do the exact same thing on the commercial side as we do the design side. We mm -hmm. can work with the architects, with the builder, with mm -hmm. everybody to get everything done. So as far as even just not even selections, the procurement and delivery and install of um, product for the spaces. So that's been fun. And then staging, we've taken to a different level this year. We're, we're revamping our staging um, part of it. We're doing luxury staging now um, because there's a big niche for that. I've seen uh, you know other stagers and things that are out there and our prices are a little higher and we're doing a lot of different things in those basic staging packages. Um, people are doing. And um, I just said that the only way people are going to understand is if, if we start calling it what it really is. It's luxury staging. Right. We install window treatments. We make sure the right size rug and furniture is in there. And it's from our vendors. So you'll see, you know, $1,500 Bernhardt swivel, metal swivel chairs in a, in a staging. You'll see like really nice pieces of furniture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, used. no, that's, so, that's awesome. That would, yeah. I feel like you know, it's, it's overwhelming even thinking about it, but at the same time, I think that would be so much fun. I would love being able to or do that whole process. It's, like I love the design stuff personally. And so I, 
I would enjoy, I feel like it'd be very enjoyable. Staging is fun and it's very quick. And so within staging, you have like three different packages. So the first staging, um, we do is mostly where we put furniture in is, is vacant homes because that's where we can put it in and nobody has to worry about cleaning it or anything else like that. So if it's a vacant home, we can put our furniture in there. Then if it's an occupied home, what we offer is a verbal consultation where one of our designers will come out, walk you through the home, tell you what to move, what to remove, what to move and where to move it to if it needs to go somewhere else or what to just remove and get rid of it and pack it up. Um, And then maybe give you examples on if you have a budget left over, go out and purchase some things like this. So, or we can go purchase it for you and then you can put it in in place or we can do everything. We can go purchase it and put it in place and everything for you. So we have that. And then we also just added, um, which is going to be coming live on, um, March 29th, hopefully, if everything goes well, uh, there is going to be um, another section where we're doing a verbal consult with selections, Mm. pre-done selections. So there's, you know, when you're remodeling sometimes or selling a home, sometimes if you do a few updates, you're going to get a better price for your home. And I'll tell you an example in a minute. So we went through and we picked out pink colors and flooring and WPC and tile and different things that we can mix and match. And we'll show up at that verbal consultation with all the pre selections and make a little package just for you and your property. Um, so that's going to be an option as well. And actually a lot of investors have been inquiring about it for us to use on some of their smaller property homes. Like they don't want it to look like cookie cutter, like everybody else. They want it to look unique, but they also need it to be in budget. And so that's why we kind of did those pre selections. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, there's a lot lot of, there's a lot of moving parts to it because there's lots of different things that people, you know, services and requests that we've gotten from everybody. And so, yeah, you have your, basically your all inclusive and then you can like then pick and choose and something, create something just for you if you don't like the all inclusive. So whatever fits you the best. But the, the first thing that happens is people call the office and, or me or go online, hopefully by March 29th, they're going to be able to go online and book appointments with me on there. So I'm the first point of contact. We'll do a 30 minute complimentary, 30 minute consultation so that I can understand their project and guide them to, I'll create packages that will fit their needs. We always do like a gold, silver and bronze package so everybody can choose within what we're, what's going to work best for them. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I think so. Yeah. I like that word. No, I, I really like the, yes, it seems it's very organized yet you're able to right make it very uh, personalized mm-hmm. to the project because as you're talking through all of that, you can just tell that it's still very integrated with whoever um, you're working with. It's going like it's still very integrated into whatever they're doing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but it doesn't it's not a one size fits yeah. all. So somebody else's gold package might not be somebody else's gold package. Like if you want a gold package on remodeling your house, it's gonna be one fee. But somebody else's gold packages maybe um, I just need new flooring, new bedding. Um, I want to remodel my powder room. It might be whatever. So that might be a different gold package than everything else. So it's nice to be able to customize that to people. And that's why that 30 minute consultation is so important so that I can understand, get them what they need, get a project scope together. And then, um, and then once they sign on, then I give them to one of our amazing designers to work on the project with. So, and then I got to, I get to see it come through, uh, into fruition all the way through the journey. I get to be over the top and kind of seeing everything Mm -hmm. that's going on. So that's fun. Yeah. That, that part would be so fun when you go to other places. So when you're doing projects in other locations and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing, 
is it completely different then because of the location and culture or, you know, the vibe of the location and that sort of thing? Does it change a lot? Or have you found that really it's just unique to whoever it is and it doesn't really matter if it's right here in Des Moines or if you're out on the East Coast? The process is the same, but the the consistency on what's being selected and how it looks is different because there's been some places we've done in, i trying to think, like in Georgia, it's a little bit more traditional than maybe contemporary because just where the project where where the the place is located at and the programming of it is a discussion we have with the um with the uh the owner of the company or or his people like okay well fitness is a really big thing and we've got you know 600 you know people here so I think we should bump out this space and make this the fitness room and then you know, so we kind of talk through the programming of each space and then the design of it is an inspiration that comes to us after traveling to the space and just saying, okay, I feel like how does this, you know, yeah. vibe look and feel to you? And then some of it's really modern and some of it's completely different. And then sometimes they give us what they want. Like the project in Miami, we were given a specific hotel, like we want it modeled after this hotel. So it's all like, uh, mm. it's a, it's a condo on the, um, in South Beach, and it's like all like light blue turquoises and then pops of red. So it's very fun. Yeah, very fun. Yeah. Yeah, very contemporary and fun. That sounds awesome. Did, yeah. uh, are there certain parts of all this that you like love the most? Like what would be your favorite part of the process or maybe a favorite project that you've done? Um, Favorite projects. Every project, I get really excited about them all. So I don't know if I have a favorite one. I like I have a favorite one when we're working with people. I'm like, this is going to be so cool. Um, Like we have repeat clients all the time. We just did a main floor and a master bedroom remodel. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can't wait to see it all done. And then they're like, okay, there's like four months later, we're ready to do the basement. And I'm like, okay, now this is going to be really cool. (laughs) So I'm like, I just get excited about what we're currently working on. That's yeah, well, that's good. This is a great business for you if you it just is. love that process. I love the newness, and I love meeting people. Obviously, I like talking. I've done most of it today. No, so. you're <laughs> I keep cutting you off. No, 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 no. That's perfect. It's your story. Okay. <laughs> so I love talking. I love meeting people. I love to see what their problems are, like what's what's wrong, like how is it not functioning right now? And then sometimes it's obvious, like I can see it. And then some things you have to be living in a space in order to see, right? So we just get all of that compiled down. And then, you know, instead of taking on projects of my own, I love handing it off to the designers and seeing what they come up with. That's been really cool because they've been trained and been doing this for so long. I mean, Lexi's been with me for seven years and five years full time and two years as a uh, intern. And so it's, yeah, it's just, and Katie and Sammy. So it's all been a fun transition to kind of see because people don't want cookie cutter. They just want you to hear what they want, maybe see a visual and then interpret that and then pull it all together. Um, That's one of my pet peeves when people say like, I've had a designer before and I got it from my neighbor down the street. Now my house looks like the neighbor down the street. Mm -hmm. Or one time I had a builder a client hire me themselves and we did their home it's so beautiful and then the builder's like I love all this I want to I'm gonna build this down the street and I'm like the, the, then you need to owe the client back some money because they paid for a unique <laughs> look like 
It's so, it's frustrating when you hear that. It's nice because people love it, but then it's like, where's the uniqueness? And if we're taking pictures of every project, and that's my favorite thing is at the end of the project, we get pictures of it and then we get a quote from the client and it goes up on social media and everybody's like, wow, you know, that's so cool. Yeah. So. No, that's. that's The whole process is fun to me when I can, you know, I get to sit and enjoy it all. That's the fun part. Just kind of letting it all unfold and tell its own story, each project really. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there a certain thing as you go th- through things with people that they like commonly goes wrong in their heads or, you know, or they've already planned it and it's like, oh gosh, yeah, this happens every time. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like a certain part of the. It's well, right now, the past year, it's been furniture delays, furniture mm-hmm. delays, furniture delays, furniture delays. People don't understand that, you know, when something happens and you have to close you know, work because of something, you can work from home. The people making furniture can't take the furniture and go work from home. And so when something happens and they have to close their facilities down for two weeks, it's crazy. And before all the stuff that happened last year, which I will not talk about, um, before all that, like some of my um, vendors, they would be getting like on average, like 300 orders a day for sofas, chairs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, And then once last year happened, people were sitting on their things a lot more and realizing it's not so comfortable. It doesn't really meet my needs. And so I want to switch and get something new. Um, They went up from 300 orders to a thousand orders a day. That on itself is like you're over doubling what you normally do in a day. That in itself would throw a company into havoc. Then you add on now on top of receiving a thousand orders a day we have to shut down for two weeks Mm -hmm. and get everything cleaned and you know out Mm -hmm. so they would have to do that so it just kept putting things further behind and then as a perfect storm uh you know texas i didn't know this is a huge manufacturer for foam for Mm -hmm. all the upholstery pieces well guess what happened in texas this year and they lost a whole factories and factories of all their foam gone they can't supply orders so now that they're ready to set up and make furniture. They can't make it because they don't have the foam to do it and they're having to outsource it. And it's been a real struggle. So I would just say, and, and people building a home during all of this need a special medal award. Like it is taxing enough this past year and then adding, trying to build a house on top of it. Like, I think I read some research from the um, Home Builders Association just building materials alone mm-hmm. um, went up $24,000 on an average home. $24,000 it costs more to build a home because lumber and everything else yeah. is such a high demand, trim and doors and everything else. So Yeah, everything's delayed and everything's taken longer. Yes, and so I would say right now that's what it is. Um, before all of this and what it'll probably end up going back to be is just being patient with um, – with the whole remodel process and let it just be a journey and kind of ebb and flow with it. If you know, you're one of those people that like don't do well when there's change, it's probably good to go on vacation and let somebody else just take (laughs) over the project because it is, there's constantly going to be people in and out and it's, it it gets wearing and taxing for sure. Trying to live through a remodel, let alone a kitchen where the heart of the home is. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a tough thing to go through a remodel for. That's for sure. It you're, is. You're trying to live through it. Especially if you're not planned out. Like in the right. beginning, like I had a client start a kitchen remodel last fall and her stove isn't even in yet. Yeah, I've heard that about appliances. Uh-huh. Or- and lighting because a lot of that's made overseas. So there's 
a lot of challenges everywhere. So patience, 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 <laughs> patience and understanding and just know that everybody's just trying to make things better and everybody's just trying to do the best they can. And there's things that you just probably don't know about. And yeah. so just breathe and be the light, <laughs> be the light in the darkness. <laughs> I guess advice. that's all I say. <laughs> that is great advice. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what is something for Elizabeth Aaron Designs that is coming up for you uh, that you're excited about? Yeah. Well, our website's getting ready to launch and that's new. That's on the 29th of March. So that's super duper exciting. And now that I've said it like nine times, it the universe better, <laughs> it better happen. Um, we've been waiting for a long time for that to happen. So that'll be cool because it's a lot cleaner, more logical and easier to understand, I believe. So that's very, very exciting because we've been working on it for a year and four months now. Oh, I know exactly what that feels like. Yes. So that'll <laughs> be super exciting. We yeah. did just do a mini remodel on our showroom, which I think you saw today yes, when you came beautiful. and visited. Yeah. Thank you. So that has not been revealed yet. We're, we're kind of waiting for some things to happen with the website and everything. And then we can kind of do a big reveal. That's really exciting. And then just, I'm looking forward to seeing what this what this year has to bring and all the travel and the new connections that we've made and new opportunities that come up. We'll be headed to Kansas City later this week for another project and we're wrapping one up in Miami probably towards the end of this year and then we've got some things in Iowa too that are wrapping up. We're doing a big install tomorrow on one of our commercial spaces so that's always fun. And then in June downtown for Link 2 Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. The, we'll be doing the rooftop seating and that whole building every, I think there's five levels. So we've got five different community spaces yeah. and offices and there's all that There's certain fun places stuff. I'm going to be looking now and be like, oh, that's, that was their design. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. It's so neat how, uh, how you can't have that ability to go to all of those places like that. I feel like that just even... Um, just, it is amazing. good the, experience. And the process has been really amazing too. Cause I'm one that I don't like to say no, you know, I'll figure it out. You know, you ask me to do something I'm like, yeah, we'll try it. We'll figure it out. So just even, it's probably more of a headache for my employees when I say yes. To Cause I'm like, okay, well I said yes to this. So I really need you to figure out a way for us to make it happen. Um, like one of our vendors won't ship drop ship to a place. It only has to come to our, our showroom. We can't ship to people mm. because it just gets too confusing with their shipping company or whatever their reasoning is. So whatever, fine. So we had to find a third party where we could get all of our stuff delivered to and then have them set them up to come and deliver on site. So Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah we we're doing that in Miami. There's a place that's holding all of our stuff for us until we're ready. And then we'll just do one big delivery. So many extra things to think about that mm -hmm. you don't think are happening with those processes. Yes. Absolutely. I would never think about that, but that makes, that does make sense that they would want it somewhere else and then you got to package it all up and get it to the spot. Yeah. And then just traveling. Yeah. Traveling is very taxing on a body. Oh yeah. Especially since I'm like way old. Like I figured no. out, I was like, <laughs> I have all. been going and going and going and going. And I'm like, I love it. And I like, I love every second I'm there. And then when I get home, I'm like, I just crash. Oh yeah. 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 I'm sure just the adrenaline of the whole process. And then you'd get to just. Yes. Because there's go. things that go wrong. Like one of our, you know, just as, as much in 
as you are in communication with the team who have boots on the ground, like on the scene, we're like, yep. okay, these four chairs, yep, 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 everything's been delivered, yep, everything's unboxed, it all's fine. And then come to find out when you like email somebody else, like everything's shoved in one room, things are still in boxes, there's scaffoldings up everywhere, oh like gosh. this whole place has not been cleaned, there's inches of dust everywhere, and I'm like, okay, we're coming early and figuring it out. And I'm like moving boxes of tile out of the way and gallons of paint oh so that the cleaners gosh. can come in and clean so that we can do our job because I don't want to be away for like a million years like I want to come set it up take the pretty pictures and go so and they and unbox things but they didn't check it off the list like they're supposed to and so the four chairs we got were the four wrong chairs uh, right yeah. so everything got set up the way it was except for of course the first thing you see when you walk in the front door and I'm like I'm not leaving it like this I mean everything's there but we're just missing the four chairs and so I'm calling around I think I called 15 or 16 different furniture places do you have four modern gray chairs like that look like this and I send them what we ordered and they're like no we have nothing so the that's like the one of the most disappointing because usually I'm able to figure out something but I, I we are only able to get two and then the next two chairs will get delivered in a couple of weeks they had to order two more so I hate leaving a project oh, yeah. when it's not perfect yeah. so yeah there's so many pieces yeah you can't you, you absolutely can't do everything yourself, no. but, um, yeah, that's, that would be an extra thing of the travel, mm -hmm. but even here, I'm sure the same, the same sort of thing even happens when you're local here. Well just, here, like the one we're doing tomorrow, yeah. um, they, we ordered their furniture like so long ago, I think mm -hmm. in like a December, November, somewhere around there. And it's just, you know, even way before that, I'm, I'm getting their two projects mixed up, but even way before that, and the sofas still aren't going to be done until July. So I already know I'm not delivering all the stuff to the project and leaving two sofas out. So thank mm -hmm. goodness we have the luxury staging side where we have a couple extra sofas that we can just put in place temporarily until theirs come in. So that I'm not nice. leaving them down, but I don't have that inventory when I'm traveling. So I have to that makes sense. Yeah, I have yeah. to be creative and figure something out. That's a good solution, not just like I'm going to throw this in and it's not even the same quality, not anything, you know. You ha it has to be that quality or better. It's got to be. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, no, you lose your you lose your um not integrity, but yes, but um I forget. I can't even think of the word right now, but you lose the, the faith that they had in you. If you're like, you know, saying you're putting this nice stuff in and then you don't end up doing that. So right. you want it to be a hundred percent. Exactly. Complete, not just some hat power or stuff. Exactly. Even though it's not necessarily your fault. It just, you know, it becomes part of you, you want to own it. The exactly. Whole thing. Yeah, well, yeah, sense. I know. Just the same thing with the whole thing with the foam. Like our the company that we ordered the furniture from says we've been eating costs forever. So your anything ordered from last, I think it was they put a cutoff date in there. Anything from November till the February twenty second is gonna you're gonna have to pay an extra six percent, and then from whatever to whatever, it's an extra ten percent. I'm like, it's very frustrating because I'm like, I can't go back to my clients and say you owe that. So I'm I'm eating that because I don't want, I'm not going to say that to my clients. And then on top of that, their stuff isn't getting delivered. So then I'm going into my staging inventory and sharing some of that with them until their furniture comes in. So, I mean, everybody's just doing what they have to do. Doing what they can. Yeah. Doing, like you I'm, said earlier, doing the best that they can. Yeah. And just, I'm like, the clients don't even need to know all that stuff. All they need to know is I've come up with a solution. If they want to move forward with it, we can help them out with it. So, cause okay. I understand how frustrating it is. I myself ordered a sofa back in 
April and it, we were moving in in November and it was supposed to be in here August or September. It didn't come until the end of like the beginning of February. So Gosh, I, yeah. I, I can feel their pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right there with them. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So separate from those things, like at someone else who may be in the process of starting their own business or just because it's very unique that you did mm-hmm. a major move mm-hmm. uh, with your business, something like that. Uh, what advice would you give to someone that's in those stages of um, the process of where you were? Uh, stay positive that if it's meant to work out, it will. I mean, every time I thought something wasn't going right or I would panic because we didn't have, the phones weren't ringing off the hook like they normally were. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, we're going under. I've got to have to fire everybody. And because it's a lot of pressure to have employees when you're responsible for their livelihood, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. take that lightly. And so I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do this and this. And then once I just stop and breathe, the phones would start ringing. Like it would, it's, it's fine. It's there. It's just learning the ebb and flow of how things go and to appreciate those down times. Like I, just a couple of weeks ago, I had one of my employees go, well, I'm done with my projects. I'm like, don't panic. They're going to be rolling in. I said, work on the marketing things that you've been wanting to work on. Work on your, your Q1 uh, goals that you wanted to work on. Take this time and enjoy it. <laughs> because crazy times are coming again. So yeah, that's so true. Yeah. No, that's great advice. Staying positive, Staying <laughs> especially positive. the last year and a half, we could all use that. As yes. Which is why all those bright colors are coming in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of pop of color and green and bringing the outdoors in and working on, um, office sp- spaces that people can utilize outside for offices. And when the weather's oh, nice here. That. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We should get that in motion around here. Also. I know all these fluorescent <laughs> lights don't uh, do justice. No, they don't. Well, uh, Jody, I really, really appreciate your time and uh, you explaining everything that you do at Elizabeth Aaron Designs. It's very all encompassing and it is a great, great service that you are doing. So I thank appreciate you it. for having us on and letting us tell our story and having a platform to share it with. So if you didn't have a platform, it would just be stuck in our own little world. So thanks for letting us get into a different corner of it. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Amplify Iowa podcast. If you enjoy these stories, please leave us a review, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow Amplify Iowa on social media. A-M-P-L-I-F-I-A. Amplify Iowa, small businesses, doing big things.